Hey, 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 welcome back to Elephant in the Room, the official GW College Republicans podcast. After a hiatus of a year and a half, Elephant in the Room is back and better than ever. My name is Jackson Hoppy, and I'm the Director of Public Relations here at GWCRs. I'm really excited to get the ball rolling on this new and improved Elephant in the Room. You know, one of my main goals when I was planning out what I wanted to do as director of PR, was to bring the podcast back. I'd heard a lot of great things about it from uh, some older people. Uh, I listened to it when Joey Rodriguez was the host. Uh, shout out to Joey. <laughs> and uh, I thought it would be a, a great and, and better way to engage members and really expand our message as we embark past the pandemic and into the future. Uh, this will be a bi-weekly podcast with guests from all across the Republican spectrum, and we'll be talking about a variety of topics. Uh, this podcast also, uh, this is new, it, it, it hopes to address a recurring theme of young people getting more and more involved in politics, specifically under the umbrella of the Republican Party. Uh, I'd like to hear and provide our listeners with differing perspectives on what the role of Gen Z is in the conservative movement, so for every show, I'll probably ask a question or two regarding that. I'm also working on getting some great guests for the podcast, so definitely be on the lookout for those. We've got a great podcast scheduled for today. We recently had our election for freshman representative, and we really elected uh, two great candidates. I personally enjoyed hearing from all the candidates who ran, and it gave me a lot of hope uh, for the future of the conservative movement at GW. We had a great, great turnout at the first GBM, and I'm really looking forward to the year. If you're listening and interested in becoming more involved with GWCRs, definitely check out our Instagram, at GWCRs, and our Twitter, at GWRepublicans, for all events and opportunities. Also, be sure to join us on Engage if you already haven't. With that out of the way, I'm glad to have our two freshman reps, Russell Kess. Keski, okay, good. Everyone always gets my last name wrong, so I want to make, make sure I get your uh, last name uh, correct. And uh, Victoria Carlson on the podcast today. Thank you guys for taking the time out of your schedules to join me. Um, but before we get in the thick of it, uh, let's get to know our freshman reps a little bit. Uh, tell me and our listeners a little bit, a little bit about yourselves. You know, where are y'all from? What interests you about politics? You know, all that fun stuff. I'll start with you, Russell. Um, I'm Russell, and I'm from Chicago, and I think one thing that really interests me about politics is just being able to change things, being able to make change, I think, at a local level and also at the national level, and I think right now it's a really great time to, um, you know, be advocating for change at both the local, state, and federal levels. Right, right, that's great. And Victoria? Okay, well, first of all, thank you so much for having us. We're really excited to be here. Um, my name is Victoria Carlson. I'm from a small town in New Jersey. And something that interests, interests me about politics is, I guess, just how so many things can become polarized so quickly. Um, I think especially in this day and age, it's really hard to find common ground on anything. And part of the reason why I wanted to be involved with this organization is to kind of find common ground among all parties and try to get an accurate portrayal of our message out there rather than just the misinformation that's being spread. Right, right. That's great. Uh, you know, at GW, everyone has a, a different background, and that's one of the things I really like about this university is that everyone's doing something different. You know, I made the comment to my dad uh, at the beginning of this year that, you know, everyone does their thing at GW. Uh, 
so let's talk a little bit about uh, y'all's experience in the past politically. I know y'all are freshmen and not everyone has the most experience coming out of high school. Um, but what kind of uh, engagement with, with politics have you had? I'll start with you, Russell. Um, I haven't been. I, I did a little bit of campaigning for Richard Urban, who was a um, gubernatorial candidate in Illinois. Unfortunately, he did lose the primary um, this past June. But I did do a little bit of virtual campaigning, just like phone, um, you know, phone bank and, um, you know, calling voters and talking to them about um, Mr. Irvin and, you know, his stances on many of the issues. Um, but other than that, I mean, I was on my debate team in high school, and that was probably where the bulk of my experience lies in terms of politics, just really getting, because we had a different issue each year, and really just getting to see the different stances on each issue really interested me. For sure, for sure. With politics, but I have, you know, done some campaigning for Senator Thomas Kane in New Jersey. He's a Senate Minority Leader in New Jersey, and I actually was the president of my high school's Young Republicans Club, so we were able to bring in speakers like Senator Tom Keene um, just to hear what he has to say about, you know, not only politics in New Jersey, but kind of the state of our country, um, and definitely ask him questions. We had a huge turnout, not only just from our club, but uh, members from the Young Democrats and all over the student body just to kind of gauge what the what Senator Thomas Kane really thought about politics and to try and get um, a lot of people's questions answered. I also did a lot of you know raising awareness at my school about political issues and trying to engage in a lot of conversation with people from a lot of different parties about what they really thought about current political issues. For sure, that's great. And, you know, obviously it's, it's great to have two Republicans who are from very blue states, you know, Illinois and New Jersey. It's, it's, it's reassuring to know that there are young Republicans there. Um, Illinois, I mean, that's kind of a little uh, iffy on, on whether they'll be uh, red anytime soon. But New Jersey, you know, the, uh, with uh, uh, Jack Cittarelli last year, that was a very entertaining race to watch. And hopefully we can flip that uh, in 25 and... Uh, I mean, same for Illinois, too. we got a lot of uh, great congressional races there uh, and a lot of great local races there. Uh, but I'll ask one more uh, fun question about y'all before we really get into the weeds of our questions. So uh, who is your favorite Republican? It can be, you know, anyone from from Lincoln to to anyone. It doesn't have to be currently serving. They can be dead they, or whatever. You know, for me, I, I'd say mine is either Lamar Alexander or uh, Howard Baker. Those are just two uh, favorites of mine, both Tennessee and shout out Tennessee. Uh, so yeah, I'll start with you, Victoria. Okay, I think I have to go a little mainstream with this one. Recently, definitely Ron DeSantis. I love what he's doing um, with his immigration policy um, and really trying to protect parents' rights in schools. I think he's doing a really great job with that. I think with social issues, he's definitely making a lot of headway in Florida and definitely leading our country um, in the right direction. For sure. I love Florida. It's a fun state to be in, and they have some good uh, leaders down there. And you, Russell? I would say Ron DeSantis and Ronald Reagan. I think Ronald Reagan was just such a charismatic leader, did so many great things for this country, and I just think the greatest thing about him was his optimism. You know, he came, um, he became president at a time where the country was in recession, and there was a lot of negative stuff going on, and I just think his optimism is what, and, and good policies, um, are what helped make this country great. Um, and I would also say with Ron DeSantis, I think what he's doing for Florida is great, and I wish we could have we could have him in Illinois, because we need him. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. You know, the two great Ronalds of uh, the Republican Party, maybe one day uh, 
uh, Governor DeSantis will be president one day, and we can claim both him and Reagan as the two great Ronalds of the Republican Party. So we'll see. Um, but let's jump. Let's go ahead and jump right into our questions. Freshman rep, you know, is obviously a huge position, and it's critical for the success of, of GWCRs. You know, we don't we don't have a, a sophomore rep or a junior rep or a senior rep, and that's because uh, a lot of our recruitment and uh, engagement is through freshmen. Uh, your main role is kind of a combination of outreach to freshmen, coordinating events, and, and boosting membership among freshmen. You know, that's our main way of recruiting. And the goal of this podcast, and a huge priority on our agenda as an org right now, is to increase outreach. Uh, how do the both of y'all hope to achieve these goals, Russell? Um, well, first of all, I think I want to achieve this goal by simply going out of my comfort zone. I think one thing that is different now than in high school is that in high school I used to be very uncomfortable about going up to other people and having a conversation with them and just even asking them about where they leaned on the political spectrum. Here I think I'm more willing to do that because um, you know I'm more willing to go out of my comfort zone and really reach out to people and see where they stand on the issues and um, find out more about them and you know that's how I hope to recruit people is just simply by going up and having a conversation. For sure, and GW is definitely a place where uh, people are opinionated. People are very strong in their opinions. They have very strong held beliefs. Uh, for better or for worse, you know, sometimes people can uh, be very, very protective of their opinions. Um, but I will say that there are a lot of people who are afraid to speak their minds at GW because they're yes. afraid that their opinion may be misunderstood or it might uh, conflict with somebody else's. You see that especially uh, with the conservatives of GW, and that's why they don't come to uh, events that we, that we hold at CRs. And it's it's our job as an e-board and uh, as an organization to, to provide outreach to those people and, and, and really help them create a community. Because it, it can be challenging uh, to be at such a liberal university and in such a liberal city uh, and, and have uh, conservative beliefs and be a Republican. And you know, that's why we're here. So uh, I'll, re I'll redirect the same question to you, uh, Victoria. How, how do y'all hope to achieve the goals that I've set forth? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've only been here for around four weeks, and I have actually noticed a lot about what you you said, that people, I've met a few conservatives, saw, seen on social media, a few conservatives who are afraid to, to speak their opinion. And that's not a new thing. I've seen that all through high school. People came up to me expressing that same concern. And I think... As the college Republicans, we have a responsibility to create a really strong community for those people. Um, you know, I think we do a really great job of getting those people who want to be vocal about their political beliefs, but we maybe aren't doing enough to get those people who feel uncomfortable involved. So I think having a variety of events where people can get involved, both being in the spotlight, if that's what they want to do, but also kind of being in the background where they're still able to help, <coughs> where they're still able to help the movement, but also not necessarily being right in the forefront. I think that's really important to get as many people involved as possible. Right, right. I completely agree with uh, the both of y'all. Uh, I'll move on to my next question. How are y'all enjoying GW so far? You know, a lot of freshmen can get really intimidated by it uh, within the first couple of weeks. Y'all, the classes have been going for a month. You've been here uh, since the middle of August. Uh, like I just mentioned, you know, that doesn't even address being a conservative on a, on a liberal campus in the middle of a, of a very liberal city. Uh, fortunately now, uh, with the election of Governor Youngkin, uh, there's two we're surrounded by two uh, Republican states. Um, do either of y'all have any concerns about being conservatives on campus? Russell, I'll start with you. 
No, I'm I'm not. I'm not as concerned as I was in high school and middle school because I think I'm used to it. You know, I've lived in Chicago my whole life, and I've I've dealt with um, a lot of negative reactions towards me being conservative. So I'm used to it, and I think at the end of the day, you know, you really just have to find friends who are going to accept you regardless of what you believe, and that's what I've been able to do. And that that's the great thing is that I found a lot of people who lean the other way but know that I'm a Republican and respect that and I think at the end of the day you kind of just got to keep um, your head up high and you know stay grounded in your principles and beliefs right on I think I completely agree with you uh, Victoria yeah, I've been enjoying it so far I think of course I'm also you know from New Jersey very blue state very used to the kind of I guess intolerance against Republicans there so I it's not something that I expected to go away coming to college. In fact, I kind of expected more of it. And there are some people, of course, who don't accept me just because I'm a Republican. Um, and I've met people who the first thing you know about them is their political beliefs. And some that's not something that I really try to put out there as the first thing. Of course, it's something I'm involved in. But I don't necessarily want that to be the only picture people see of me, especially because of the connotations it comes with. And so I think... I'm not necessarily worried, but I do notice that it's something that can create a lot of tension, especially at GW, since we are so polarized and, you know, both the college Democrats and college Republicans are so active. I think it's something that can cause a lot of tension, but I wouldn't say I'm necessarily worried about it. I just hope that, you know, as a community, we can create an environment for everyone to get involved in however they want to. For sure, for sure. I totally agree. You know, uh, a lot of people here think that, oh, politics is everything because we're in D.C. In certain ways, you know, they're right because, you know, either they have a job on the hill or whatever. And then in a way, that, that is their life, and that's what they want to do with their careers. You know, but with me, I came from a very red state in Tennessee, very different from y'all. Uh, and in certain ways, yeah, it was a little bit of, uh, it was a little intimidating coming into such a very liberally dominated area. But at the same time, uh, I was involved in a number of programs in high school that had a lot of uh, diversity of thought, let's say. And I think it's important to, for, for us not to, you know, for politics to be everything and for us to uh, really emphasize that, you know, we're people too before politics. It's not, our political beliefs aren't what completely define us. So, yeah, right on. Uh, I'll move on to uh, the third question. Uh, so, you know, more and more people all over America in general are pivoting to the right. We've seen that a lot this year. I don't want to jinx anything and say that, that a red wave is coming, but Republican voter registrations are through the roof in swing states like Georgia, Florida, Nevada. We just saw a bunch of polls come out of, come out of Nevada with, uh, with Adam Laxalt against uh, Cortez Masto, and they're looking really good uh, for the GOP. Uh, but a critical demographic that we as Republicans need to address is voter outreach to young people. We're making great inroads with minorities, people in the working class, etc. We've seen that over the past couple of cycles. Uh, but, but targeting young people seems like this massive mountain that we have to climb and this elusive uh, goal that we're after. I think groups like college Republicans do a, a really good job of, of trying to address this. But, but what more could be done? Victoria, I'll start with you. Yeah, I think that's a really important point. I think, especially on college campuses, I think we're all in a sort of bubble. We don't really realize how much the economy impacts us. I mean, if you look at what the Republicans are doing really well on right now, it is the economy. And we as college students, I think 
have the privilege to just sit here and say I'm going to college all I care about is social issues and I think it makes it really hard for us to see what else is important in the world and the economy is a huge part of that so I think probably drawing attention away from social issues and saying here is an economic issue that maybe you don't feel it right now but in a couple years after you graduate you get a job you're going to understand how much you're really paying for groceries how much you're really paying for gas how the economic performance is impacting you and your personal life but also your family and I think as college students we just don't see that right now and I think it's important to to draw attention to those issues as well as the social aspect. I completely agree I think that uh, it's, it's important to emphasize these issues that affect everyday Americans uh, you know I go to the grocery store and, and groceries cost you know so much more than they used to uh, well the reason for that you know we don't really need to discuss that right now I think we uh, all know why as conservatives, but um, it is important to really emphasize these issues that affect everyday Americans. That doesn't discount the importance of social issues. No, I think that social issues are very important too, but I do think that we need to kind of shift our focus on really hammering on the issues that affect everyday Americans, these kitchen table issues, things like education and uh, the economy, things like that. You know, in 1992, Bill Clinton, a Democrat ironically, uh, his whole campaign message was, you know, the economy, stupid. And I think that uh, in, this, in this cycle, we should really be honing in on that and focusing on that. And I feel like we could really uh, increase our ranks uh, mm-hmm. if, if we did that. Uh, not to disc- again, not to, I really don't want our viewers, viewers to think that I'm <laughs> discounting the, the social issues Absolutely. or anything, because that's a big part of being uh, a Republican, is, yeah. is standing your ground on those kinds of issues and uh, trying to conserve things, however you think you may be doing that. Um, but yeah, I completely agree with your point. And Russell, do you want to add on to that? Yeah, I, I would also say that another issue that um, I think Republicans are already doing well on, but I feel like a lot of Republicans could also mention this in their campaign speeches and um, you know plans for when you know we win back Congress is tackling crime. Crime, especially in Chicago, is such a huge issue, and and across the nation, quite frankly, but especially in my city, you know, having lived there my whole life and seeing how much worse things have gotten, especially since Mayor Lightfoot took office. Um, I mean, it's even my own neighborhood, which is used to be very, very safe. And um, it is still relatively safe um, compared to other neighborhoods, but there has been a lot of armed robbery and there was even um, a shooting outside of my house. So I think just really showing people and letting people know what's happening in these cities where there's no consequences for your actions and we have these district attorneys that aren't enforcing the law and are just letting these people out um i think you know again like victoria said a lot of people here on campus live in a bubble and i think we really need to talk more about stuff like the economy and stuff like crime because these are two very big issues that affect all of us for sure i definitely agreed i'm really sorry to hear that uh a great city like Chicago is turning into that I've been there it's, it's, it really is truly a fantastic city and it's horrible to see that uh, this is what's happening you know in, in Tennessee we we just had uh, a whole uh, I'm gonna call it a catastrophe in Memphis uh, there was a there was a shooter on the loose and it's because of weak crime policies and people died and and the city of Memphis had to go on lockdown and you're seeing stuff like this happen all over America and it's it's disappointing to see and it's almost as if we need to take back the country from those who are breaking the law 
And I think that the Republican Party has a, has a golden opportunity to do this, to be the party that's tough on crime, the party of law and order. Uh, you know, they just released polls yesterday that uh, found that a majority of Americans say that they felt safer a couple of years ago than they do now. So obviously, we, we've been heading in the wrong direction as a country. And we, we're, I, I agree with you that we really need to bring the focus back to crime and these kitchen table issues, like both of y'all said. Uh, for our final question, uh, we'll, we'll do a fun one, uh, talking about some heavy uh, topics like crime and, and the economy and things like that. We'll, we'll, we'll stick with a fun one. Uh, with the midterms coming up, we, we've got a lot of great, interesting candidates running all over the country. Uh, you know, we've, I, I worked for a, a congressional candidate this past uh, summer. That was a great experience. Um, and I, I definitely recommend working on a campaign for anyone who wants to get uh, involved in politics. Um, I, I think that a lot of Republicans should certainly be excited by uh, the, our prospects and the candidates that we have running, but it, it's going to be a close one. It might be one of the closest uh, midterms that we've ever seen. Um, who is your favorite Republican running right now? Or who do you think, uh, like, like if you could pick one to win guaranteed, I guess, uh, who would you pick? And you can also talk about, I, I guess, uh, going into the future too, like politicians who you're looking forward to see uh, advance their careers and, and run in the future. That could even extend to 2024, I guess, like who you maybe would like to see run for president or uh, whatever. But yeah, who, who are some candidates that you like, whether that's, that's right now or just uh, down the road in 2024 and beyond? I'll start with you, Russell. Okay. Um, well... Initially, I was going to say I want Ron DeSantis to run in 2024, but that would mean that ha he would have to resign as governor of Florida, and he is doing a great job there. So I think if he doesn't run, um, I would want Candace Owens to run as president in 2024, just because I listen to her, and she's very articulate, and she gets her points across. And I just think it would be so amazing to have a black female conservative um in the White House. I think that would be amazing. Um, just because I think it would also bring a lot of African-American voters towards the Republican Party. And I think it would really open a lot of people's eyes, um, you know, to show them that the Republican Party is not a racist party. It's a party of economic freedom, of, you know, the right to live and be as you choose. For so sure. I think definitely those would be my two top choices. For sure. You know, we have a lot, we have a lot of great, uh, female uh, African-Americans in the Republican Party right now. Winsome Sears, the lieutenant governor of, uh, of Virginia, you know, last year she won that race uh, in, the, in the Virginia sweep. And that was really encouraging for me watching as a young Republican, seeing that, you know, the Republican Party is a party that, that can extend to anyone, no matter your skin color. Mm -hmm. and, and we're seeing a, a lot of that this cycle with the candidates we're running. One that really comes to mind is, is Myra Flores down in uh, in Texas, and I'm pretty sure that we are doing a, a phone bank uh, for her in uh, in October. So for those who are listening, be on the lookout for that. If you're interested in, in helping out Congresswoman Flores, uh, help us retake the House, uh, check that out. Um, but I definitely agree with the point you're making, Russell, about uh, the Republican Party expanding its boundaries and, and pushing us into the future. We even saw that, you know, in 2020 with uh, 
with with people running for Congress, like John James up in Michigan. Unfortunately, he didn't win, but now he's running in a race for, for the House uh, up in Michigan this year that he will most likely win, and uh, so that's a great sign. Burgess Owens, another uh, black Republican out in Utah, winning a really competitive district at the time. Uh, so I think that the future is bright for the Republican Party. I mean, I'm just thinking of more and more uh, Republicans from all kinds of different backgrounds, people like, like Tim Scott, people like uh, Herschel Walker down in Georgia. Uh, it's, it's, it's really great to see, and I'm really looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, Victoria? I agree. I love Ron DeSantis. I think what he's doing in Florida is great for Florida, but we need that across the whole country. I think he's doing what he can to kind of lead the country in the right direction, but he really can only guarantee change in Florida. Um, I think a lot of people are doing a good job following following him and trying to kind of emulate the change he's making in Florida across the country. But I think somebody like him as president would do a really great job, um, both with the economy and also with the social issues we talked about before, things that are really important um, to the American people. For sure, for sure. I think that Governor DeSantis is certainly one of the, if not the leading, uh, rising stars in the Republican Party. We have a lot of great uh, legislators and uh, leaders out there right now. Obviously, I think that uh, Governor DeSantis leads the charge on that. And, uh, you know, we'll have to see where, where the, the path of politics takes him uh, in the future. Maybe he'll run in 2024. Maybe he'll sit it out. Maybe he'll just continue to be the governor of Florida. We'll see. Uh, I personally am a big fan of uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin in uh, Virginia. I think that you know the way that he campaigned in a state that went for Biden by you know what was it nine ten points, uh, and he managed to win that by like two or three, and it was fantastic. And what he did was what we talked about. He campaigned on those kitchen table issues that everyone cares about, and he really uh, he really changed the the platform of the Republican Party, uh, especially in a state like Virginia. A lot of people thought that the Virginia GOP was done for because they were really really hammering in on social issues and they weren't really focusing on the issues that matter to a lot of uh, Virginians. And so obviously one big thing that he focused on was, was abolishing the grocery tax, which is a pretty, I mean, in my opinion, draconian measure. And he wanted to, you know, let parents have a say in their children's education. And that was one thing that really, I guess, stuck out to me was education hadn't really been at the forefront of the Republican Party in a really long time. And he kind of brought it back into the mix. And when we're seeing that right now, we're seeing school board races all over the country uh, be completely changed by the kind of rhetoric that we're seeing from Republicans. And it's, and it's really important. And I think it's really great. And it just makes me really excited for 2022, uh, 2024, and beyond. Um, but there you have it, folks, our two freshman reps, Russell, Victoria. I want to thank the both of you so much for coming on today. It means a lot to me. I think you're both going to do a great great job this year and uh, to any freshmen who may be listening if you're unsure about joining CRs or if you're looking to get more involved I definitely reach out to them uh, they're great so keep that in mind uh, that concludes our show for today in two weeks we'll be back with another guest uh, to be announced I'm currently devising uh, the list for the semester on who we'll be having on the show uh, but we'll have another great discussion and it'll, it'll certainly be a good one if you have questions for me that you'd like to hear my thoughts on on the podcast, uh, be sure to DM our socials, and I'll do my best to address them in an episode in the future. Thank you so much for tuning in to Elephant in the Room, and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts and on all of our socials. Have a good week, everyone.